What's up, guys? In this episode, I am joined by Vladimir Vargas. He is a Belizean who has been traveling in the Western Hemisphere this far through hitchhiking and couch surfing for the last two years, or shall I say for a period of two years. Um, This only came to a halt because of COVID, um, of course. Uh, We all had plans before the pandemic that had to have been shifted, but we can all see the light at the end of the tunnel just a little bit now. Um, So we can start sort of planning and start kind of thinking of those places that we would like to visit someday and that can hopefully happen sooner than later. Um, I was very excited uh, when Vladimir reached out to me because traveling is something that I thoroughly enjoy and appreciate and visiting and seeing new places has taught me so, so, so very, very much. And um, I just think it's one of the best like forms of education that I've ever gotten. And it's I'm just such an enthusiast. And um, so this is this is definitely one of my favorite topics to talk about with absolutely anyone. Uh, Yeah. And then, oh, Vladimir isn't on social media. He does have a blog. It's naya.net, N-A-A-Y-A.net. This is where he shares his experiences and also where you'd be able to reach him if you're curious about backpacking or anything that he mentions in this podcast. Uh, I will will drop that information in the description. Oh, I also mentioned that someone told me that there was 1 million Belizeans out in the world, um, including in the country and in the diaspora. Well, I reached out to the person and we can probably say there's like double the amount in the diaspora. So let's say about 800K of us. So yeah, let's just go with that number for sure. Like let's like, and I say this in the future in the podcast, I say, don't quote me on this. So do not quote me on that. I know I'm kind of still a little bit Cree but i'm not too far off i I just rounded off to the nearest million um anyways yes and then oh we also had some technical difficulties recording this one so i did my best to cut out any of the lags and freezing um so i hope that you know it's a little bit seamless if i mean it's as seamless as i could have made it that's what i could do i hope that you all are inspired to travel not only the world but our beautiful country as well after listening to this episode i hope that you know it sparks that travel fire and that travel light and you guys are you know gonna be inspired again to to get out there and see things and do things and explore because there's just so much to see and do and yeah i would love to hear some of the places that you guys um, would like to visit and maybe even why so please comment that or share that with me in the dms if you would like to i would love to hear it uh, but for now here is our episode hi guys welcome to another episode of the natasha stewart podcast i am actually here today with somebody that you've never heard about before he's a belizean actually you might have you might have been one of the very few who have heard of Vladimir Vargas and I've only heard of him because he actually reached out to me um, and told me his story and then we spoke and then I had to have him on my podcast so hi Vladimir welcome to my podcast hello hello everybody thank you for having me here of course of course of course thank you so much for um, reaching out to me I'm very excited to share your story um Guys, just before we started, I know that I would have mentioned this in my my introduction. Um, 
but Vladimir is a Belizean, um, you know, born and raised, and he's spent the last two years um, hitchhiking, couch surfing um, around this hemisphere, um, you know, the Americas. Um, so I had to have him on because I'm so big on traveling and I know that traveling was difficult in 2020, but it's not gone forever and we'll be able to travel again and the vaccines are coming out and and borders are opening and, and we'll be able to explore again. So I'm really excited to have this conversation and to start getting you guys working on your goals and your bucket list and all of that because I am always working on that and always um, wonderlusting, I guess. So um um, Vladimir, so I just kind of want, and I like to start with, um, I like to start with, there's a dog barking in my goddamn background right now. And I, I hopefully, yeah. um, that stops, but anyways, <laughs> Vladimir, yeah. um, can you tell us, um, some of your background, where were you born? Where did you grow up in Belize? And then, so we can get a little feel for who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So just to start off, I think you have a, a cool shirt, right? I think you're um, bigging up some group in specific, right? Belizean rice and memes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Um, if you're not watching the um, YouTube version, I'm wearing a Belizean rice and memes shirt, and Vladimir has never even heard of Belizean rice and yeah. memes because he's yeah. not on social media. So this that, is also that. why you might have not heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, big up Belizean rice that means. Yeah, I'll probably check it out afterwards. I'll try to find it and see what's up. So um, yeah, I'm from I'm from here. Um, I'm from the north of Belize. Um, just in case you want to kind of, if you're not from the country, it's from Orange Walk, and I grew up here. Um, I lived in San Ignacio recently, and um, yeah, I went to school here. Went to school in San Ignacio. But I think um, compared to the North, I think San Ignacio has like a uh, place in my heart. And that's why I went to live there recently because I really love mountains. So that's kind of where I started uh, exploring more of my country. So I, I, I guess I have like an, uh, like an affinity with, with, with nature a little bit and San Ignacio. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm from San Pedro and um, I was actually recently in, in, in San Ignacio and Cayo. Um, Kyle more like well I was yeah. in like tea kettleish and um it was it always feels like such a rejuvenating um experience mm. being in that much nature because although I do have the sea and the sun and everything here it's just very different being in the trees and it's just very very almost like a baptism sometimes when you go into yeah. the river because yeah. it's just so fresh and so clean and yeah. I really always feel revived um whenever yeah. i go to Cayo. yeah 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 there's something about being somewhere that's not flat there's somewhere where it's kind of moving and you have water yeah i i miss the river and i, I especially right now that the the heat's kind of kicking in i think yeah and they, it does tend to be a little it's nice yeah i like that i like i like that place so much so much yeah so and you actually, actually that's where i started my um yeah, sorry. That's where I started my entire thing that you probably will ask me about. Yes, right that's now, right? exactly where I was going. I was going to say yeah. Yeah. you actually moved to San Ignacio where you started um, mm -hmm. allowing couch surfing at your place. 
Right, right. So right, tell us right. about that experience, because that mm-hmm. essentially is what led you to where you are today. So tell us about yeah. why you even started allowing couch surfing, because mm-hmm. I mean, letting strangers in your house and stuff like what, what encouraged yeah. you to do yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. Well, to start off, um, couch surfing is like, um, it's kind of, if you can imagine someone that's somewhere in, let's say China, and they come here and they get to stay at your home for free that's that's kind of cool right but the thing is it's not actually free per se it's a philosophy of like giving giving and sharing Mm -hmm. so instead of paying monetary value you exchange something about your country like your culture your food the way you speak so that's what couch surfing kind of really is and I accepted um like kind of a lot of people where I lived and I I kind of I lived alone so I had an extra room so I thought to myself, um, well, my friend had told me about this thing and now that I'm, li- that, that I'm actually living alone, I could host so many people and they can just kind of show me like their mindset and the way they live. And um, yeah, I did that for like a year, a year to two years. And um, they really kind of shifted the way I think about life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I think, I think on my peak, um, like hosting season, I probably had like one person a week so you can imagine um having like someone from japan from vietnam from the philippines from russia um, every week and they're cooking for you and they're telling you about their stories about being in mexico and you haven't even been to that place in mexico and it's right beside you you can imagine how that kind of i don't know it's travel in a way it, it it yeah it makes you it makes you want to get up and 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 see these things and instead of hearing the stories you want to be in the stories themselves you know it's like a human book or something it's like uh, uh, yeah it was is yeah 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 kind of yeah that's That's really i don't know but it's it it it, it makes you have like it's your feet curiosity i don't know you can put any name to it but it really makes you like want to get out of your comfort zone i guess so of course yeah that that was kind of like the first um my first introduction to traveling it's not even moving around it's just having people tell you about their experiences yeah so that was interesting that's really really cool i mean that's essentially like you know watching a documentary or like reading a book about Mm -hmm. it it's like a human version of you know like I don't know a mental travel which is super cool and just now you have all of these Mm -hmm. friends in all of these parts of the world now and you get to kind of step into their world without without actually leaving that's so cool I mean I definitely have known about couch surfing for a while I've I have friends who um Mm -hmm. do allow like visitors to couch surf and stuff so I have known about it but I have been curious because I am a girl and so I think about like would I let right. some stranger come into my house and like who are you you know so I don't yeah, know if it yeah. might be different for a girl um but kind of a little bit yeah yeah so there's like that little concern of like you don't know who you're really letting in um yeah. but that's super awesome and so you worked you were working here in Belize and everything and you decided to sell all of your stuff and go out and travel yes exactly so how did I decide on that? Um, it was mostly people telling me like, um, um, you should probably try this and you should 
probably leave your house and see how you'll do, you know? So um, I kind of started selling my stuff. Like I, I, I love playing um, games. So I sold my TV and my Xbox and I took a trip to Costa Rica and Guatemala just to test the waters, you know, mm-hmm. see if it's something that, it, that's, that, that actually fits me. And that's when I started like um, going on a two week trip, going on a one week trip. And uh, eventually I, I guess I, I, I fell for it. I really loved it. I started getting my, my backpack, my shoes, um, everything I need to move around and to not have a stationary place just to kind of be just like a, a viable, I guess, right? I don't know what you want to call yeah. it, nomad. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I had, I, I used to um, do work before um, video weddings and stuff like that. So I had some video gear, so I decided to sell that. And um, after I began doing that, I ended up just um, the place that I was staying at. I ended up like leaving it. And it was kind of like some of those movies that talk about travel. You cut your, your cards, your debit cards, <laughs> and you cut your license or whatever. You don't need it anymore after this, right? Well, license, maybe you do need it. But I, don't <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, <laughs> I didn't need it. <laughs> so I just needed one, one, one card only that could allow me to use it internationally at banks and stuff like that so besides that I, I was good to go I just had one backpack that was like 45 liters which I oh, slimmed down two. afterwards mm. yeah yeah exactly you slimmed so down from that I slimmed down from that yeah whoa because uh, after a year you 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 figure out um you know what you might not need that extra towel um you change your style and I like cooking so I, I carry a lot of um food because I like I like having stuff so I can show my 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 you, host, you, you know. You carry Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? No, have... so I like carry What? I couldn't carry Ricardo. What kind yeah. of Belizean? Yeah. <laughs> That's disappointment. Disappointment. <laughs> disappointment. What? Well, yeah. So wait a minute, well, um, Mike. <laughs> uh, well, I'll. I'll kind of dive into the afterwards but my diet was kind of different remember oh that's so, right uh, that's yeah, right yeah. we'll get into that though hopefully if we mm-hmm. you know if the conversation and time allows yeah. we will um, yeah, talk yeah. about your plant-based diet okay i'm not gonna judge you mm-hmm. no more about your ricotta thing i'll let it slide <laughs> yeah, i'll let it cool. slide so i mean so what are so you did the america so you did some of the u.s mexico mm-hmm. peru um all of these places what were i mean if you can even answer this question what were some of your favorite um mm-hmm. countries wow that's that's um well it, to start with it wasn't that much countries because i actually spent a lot of time in every country my mindset was to spend at least six months in every country wow so you can imagine how that gets how that gets loaded right right because i, I wanted to my 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 um my travel style was mainly getting to know the people. So I wanted to see the good. I wanted to see the bad and the ugly, of course. Right. Six so I, I just went to the U S yeah, six months will do it for sure. <laughs> I went to the U S I did some stuff uh, there. I went through Mexico hitchhiking all the way down. And then after that, I went to Guatemala. I jumped to Cancun went and, uh, and after that, I take, I took a flight to Colombia. And from Colombia, I started going down. Mm-hmm. Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru. And that's when the pandemic hit. And yeah, the next place I, I was going to visit was Brazil. So I was like super excited for Brazil. Well, yeah, of course, because happen. yeah, yeah. 
So I because mean, I was gonna ask you language. that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ahead, we keep ahead. on cutting on each other because we're both yeah. having lags. So bear yeah, with yeah, us, yeah. people. But yeah, so yeah. you were saying that you were so excited for Brazil because of the language mm. and language and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I was I'm I'm kind of into UFC and martial arts. So I I it's not that I know martial arts, I want to learn martial martial arts. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, attracts me. It was, it's a, I don't know. It looks, it looks like a very technical, beautiful um, martial art. Yeah, that's really. So I was excited cool. for that. Yeah. Well, it'll happen. I was mm. gonna ask you where you want to go um, that you haven't been to. Mm. So that answers that. Brazil. Is there anywhere else that's like really on your bucket list? Um, I think anywhere in in Africa. It's huge. I know, but India for sure. I I think. I think maybe we kind of have the same thing, but we want to go to places that are wild, different, flipped. That for me, that that fascinates me. If it's way different, for me, that's that's amazing because it it um it breaks all your um your understanding of, of people and and what you think is is real, you know. And what that, you think that, is that, right that and wrong. Yeah. I exactly. agree. Oh my gosh, I think India is gonna be. I mean, in Africa, those are two really amazing, yeah. huge choices, but. I think yeah. those are both, those would both be the most like culture shocking um, mm-hmm. experiences. And I just feel like yeah. somewhere like India, you can see somebody die and give birth on the same street. I don't even know. Like, I just yeah. feel like yeah, it would be so intense. Obviously, depending where you are in the country. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I wanted to mention is that I, um, I don't know. A lot of people know this, but a lot of people don't know this um, and don't know me at all. So um, I uh, backpacked Southeast Asia back in 2015 for two months. So we did Thailand, Vietnam and Cambodia. And it was four Belizeans from San Pedro. Um, And we went there. It was honestly one of the best life experiences of my life to this day. I am so grateful that I went and I did that um, so much so many different um, things that I'm not used to. Um, it flipped my life around. I remember one of the first things I said when I get there, got there was like, you are not in Kansas anymore, darling. Like, this is not, this is not what you're used to. Every, the yeah. language barrier is extreme. Yeah. Um, the, the food, everything about it, but we learned it, you know, and we, it was, it was amazing. It was so amazing. Yeah. And I'm really glad I did it. It expanded my mind in ways that I could have never imagined. I am so, so grateful for having four, you know, little island people. Granted, we all had been around. Yeah. We've all been in the States and Mexico and Guatemala and these places, but we've yeah. never been across the world before. And we're all doing it together for the first time. So there was yeah. just so many things that were new to all of us. And we adapted mm-hmm. to the situation and and um, I was really proud of my friends for sure. Like, had I not had them, I don't know what may happen to me. But, um, you know, we, I, I was, and it was at a time where people really weren't, like, we were some of the first people backpacking, like, really from the island yes. and to, to take, Ooh. to take that on. And, and like you said, like, six months, like, we spent, like, sometimes two days in one place and we moved to the next place. And it was barely enough to really, make a judgment on a place so sometimes people will ask like how is Cambodia I'm like I really can't tell you because I spent like three Mm. days there my experience was great but I can't give you an all-around judgment on that but 
I really wanted to talk to you because I really appreciated that very life-changing moment for me. And there's something about yeah. that, that school will never teach me that education level right. that I got. And um, nothing in life can teach me what I learned there other than experiencing it. And I really wanted mm -hmm. um, to kind of light that fire again, or that spark again, for people who are wanting to travel um, or who love traveling or people who never even thought of it. I just really want to encourage everyone to, you know, spark that light again and, you know, make those vision boards and those bucket lists and things like that and scratch those things off because we're, we're here, here to, to like, like live, live life, life and, and enjoy it and I just think that a big way to do that is to see the world. And one of the things that I always write down is like, um, I just want to see as much of the world as I possibly can. Like that's one of my life goals yeah. is to just see as much as I can and so many different yeah. ways of life and things like that. Um, so I'm curious to know too, like, and I did ask you this, but what mm -hmm. were still, I mean, maybe not what were your favorite countries, but maybe what were some of your favorite cities then? Um, Mm -hmm. since you know you did spend such a big yeah. amount of time in in each place yeah so one of my favorite places is one of the most dangerous places according to news and uh, international news that's uh northern part of mexico in uh sinaloa really i don't know if the buzz the buzzword of <laughs> sinaloa cartel has pops up in your mind Definitely. but there's some really really nice um cities that i got hosted um, in uh, Sinaloa, it was Los Mochis and Culiacan, some of the coolest people in the world. And the, 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 the thing, the mindset that, that everybody has about the, the, the cartel, the mafia, it's not exactly what it is. It's actually like a harmonious um, relationship between the cartel and the people. And actually the cartel, um, they have a better relationship with the people than the police. So it's, it's something that you need to see and feel. And the people, there's, I don't know, they had so much energy and they're fearless, you know? They're not, they, they've kind of been through some rough times, obviously, because there's some nasty stuff that happened there. But I don't know, the, the, the energy that they have, I, I can't forget the, the way they, they, they received me, the families that, 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 that welcomed me to their home. It was some of the nicest people that I met, honestly. And I traveled that, that, that little strip there in the north the state of Sonora and Sinaloa, precisely because no one travels it. Everybody goes to Baja California, which is more touristy, but mm -hmm. I decided to go here to actually show people that, you know, this, this, is, this is possible, you know, you shouldn't be scared of everything that you hear um, on the news. Granted, you have to still kind of be aware and be right. kind of just like cautious a, and aware. Cautious, cautious traveler, yeah, exactly. And um, my other... Yeah, my other favorite place maybe is where I learned how to dance salsa. And that was in, in Colombia, in Cali. Nice. So I, I, I don't know. I had such a good time with so many people that tried to fix their two left legs. <laughs> and, um, I, was, I was one of them. I was one of them. And I spent a month in Cali, in one city, just trying, um, just learning how to dance. And we learned with Colombian instructors. So it was so much fun. Every day was, was wild and hard. It was hard, but it was enjoyable. Uh, it's something, it's like learning how to play an instrument, maybe. It's something right. that was so new to me that I, I couldn't wrap my head around learning it. But I, I ended up having like a 
like sufficient. I can probably dance at a club, you know. <laughs> that's so cool, so that's especially nice. for you being a guy and everything. Yeah. That's such a different maybe part yeah. of yourself to embrace um, yeah. that you might have not have. I don't know, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's just a different part of your brain, I guess, you're using or a different part of your body that you have to, it's, it's not easy. Holy crap. It's so, it's so hard. And they, they say Latins can dance. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it depends where you're from. Yeah. That, that I love that story. Um, so yeah. something as you were saying, there's like so many things that like popped up in my mind. But yeah. one of the things I wanted to say is like, I'm really glad that you did do something like go to Sinaloa and these places, regardless of the reputation that it had. Um, mm -hmm. Belize tends to sometimes have that really um, heavy um, uh, reputation of being like super dangerous. And granted, like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of that comes from Belize City, which, you know, if you go to Belize yeah. City, you don't feel that. Um, but yeah. you can't really, um, you're making a mistake and you're limiting yourself a lot of the times when you generalize a place. Um, I don't like to generalize um, anything, like not a country, yeah. not people um, yeah. or anything, because that only limits me as a person. Um, and then I might be completely... Um, I might completely miss out on a whole opportunity because of my generalizing of it. Um, right, right, right. So I think it's really cool that you did that. Granted, there are certain places, yeah, you might want to keep out of, but yeah, I, I just love that you ended up taking that risk and then being proven that, you know, this is actually the most mm -hmm. beautiful, amazing place. And I'm sure like those people really appreciated it. And also mm -hmm. when you mentioned that um, they had such a kind of, maybe a dark past or something that can be felt. Mm -hmm. That was a similar thing to the way that I felt in Vietnam because they did have mm -hmm. the Vietnam War and everything. Yeah. So they had a very dark past going there, but those people were the most like welcoming people as well. Uh, super, yeah, okay. super nice. And it was just beautiful. Like I remember specifically like sitting next to this guy and asking him how he feels about Americans because that's who they went to war with. And he was just like, you know what, if we continue to hold a grudge against these people, we're never going to be able to move forward. So right. maybe my grandparents feel differently, but our generation doesn't because we're the ones who are never going to move on holding on a grudge. Um, right. So we've forgiven it. And I was like, that is so beautiful. And so many people yeah. hold grudges forever over the silliest of little things. And he's not yeah. holding a grudge against annihilating their country um so um that was a very big thing and I, I love that he said that and I had that little moment with this person and just to understand why they are such loving people um so that was like a great experience and and just knowing the history of different places and what the people have gone through and just putting things into perspective for you like luckily like Belize has never gone through a war or you know we're not coming from these deep rooted um histories and and traumas and, and, traumas, mm -hmm. and traumas that's such a huge word um but yeah like we have a lot to be grateful for in that way but there's mm -hmm. so much to learn about the world and why so many people are the way that they are mm -hmm. and there's just so much to life and mm -hmm. and and that's a beautiful thing that you get to experience yeah. when you travel yeah you um, know, that's that's an interesting or that's an interesting thing you're saying actually because um that was my fascination for a long time staying at a country for a long time just trying to figure out the way they they think you know and why do why they think the way they think and um it's hard to to figure that out in three days if you're going to like um 
like a five-star resort, you know, like I think most oh. of us try to go to Cancun or, or Tulum or Bacalar and stay for three days. I, you'll be greeted by the friendliest people because you're actually there to pay. Mm-hmm. But if, if you go to a place where, you know, you're not exactly there at a, at a resort, you're staying with uh, a grandmother, a mom, and they're going to treat you very differently than if you are paying them you know i mean for me that's why couch surfing personally works for me right for my travel style but i feel like i get i i i i come in contact with the core and the essence of the people um that's that's my favorite part about about a country it's not really like the museums because in the end everybody has like parks and museums and i don't know mountains or whatever but the people will be a little bit different you know and that's that's my favorite part uncovering like the people and figuring out um how they feel and how they think yeah that's that's i love it yeah that's so cool i think that's super super cool it's definitely cutting the facade and the you know just you know like when you meet someone and you kind of just you you present this side of yourself and then you you go like you know but then you you can't hide the fact when they get to see you get to see the real them and you can't pay for that and 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 that's really why i think at the end of the day we really do travel i mean that's why i travel i would think to Mm. to have that experience and now you're making me change my whole mind about my travel style (laughs) I mean, oh, maybe I can mix thing. it up, do a little bit of couch yeah. surfing and do like yeah. a little bit of being in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so I, cool. I, I, I don't know if, if I, I chatted with you um, about something, but there, there's this um, experience that I had in Veracruz, Mexico, which is also known for some cartel activity. I don't think there's a state that's not known for cartel activity. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I stayed with a host and his job was basically managing like all the clubs in a certain region mm-hmm. so he, he took me like um, on his motorcycle at every single club just to make sure everything's good the people are calm everybody's <laughs> working properly so I got to see all the clubs in this re- region in Veracruz and for me that was way better than anything else that I could do in Veracruz in, in that city right the city of Veracruz so for me that's it's, wow that's... it's like wow that's yeah for me that's a real vip experience like that's the real vip experience getting to really see something that really and truly nobody again you can't pay for that you can't go and like get a tour like this you can't like you know and what is happening is what's happening right in front of you and you get to really see a place for it it's like you know it's authentic self and that is so cool oh my god i love that yeah that is so awesome yeah mexico has some of the coolest places honestly the nicest people the food wow i'm, I'm glad i wasn't um vegetarian i mean sorry i wasn't vegan for for mexico <laughs> so right. much good food so much good food yeah it's, so when did wow. you decide to go to go vegan wow that's um that's kind of an ironic story actually it was in colombia colombia where you get the big plate of like um <laughs> 70 percent meat right <laughs> it was in colombia yeah i was um i was i was researching a lot more and i was reading and um, i decided to let go of of um the last um um meat-based or animal-based product which was uh eggs 
so I stopped eating eggs. Uh, and I think, yeah, just eggs because I just, I had just left cheese because it, it goes like li- limiting. You, you kind of limit yourself um, um, gradually throughout your, 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 yeah, exactly. That's kind of the best way to, to enter this, um, I guess this philosophy or diet, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So I let go of, of eggs because I, I read I read a lot of things and I felt like, you know what, um, this is probably the best step for me at the moment. And that's when I switched over. Officially, it's been like one year and a half, which is not a lot of time, but um, I feel I feel pretty good the way I am, like the way the way I my body operates and everything. It feels good for me right now. Are you yeah. taking like any kind of like supplements? Supplements? Yes. One only. It's a B12 supplement which is uh, only in, uh, I guess, meats, meats, and I think fish. Yeah. And you feel super so good. You don't feel like weak at all. You feel like a regular no, human yeah. being. Do you feel maybe yeah. better Actually, even? On the, yeah, exactly. On the contrary, I do feel like, like I'm, I'm not just, I didn't, I wasn't born this way. I, 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 I gradually experimented, you know, it was, uh, it was part of my, my kind of journey. And, um, for me, the biggest change has been energy. It's just, you don't feel like, like tired after a meal, I guess. You, you feel like you can move around. You can move around and you feel your, your, your brain a little bit lighter and you can focus more. So that's been like the biggest change for me. And um, getting dairy out of my diet actually was one of the coolest things that, that, that affected me so well like um as like a young person i used to battle with like acne and stuff like that mm-hmm. and getting rid of dairy was life-changing for me yeah so wow. it was it was good in in so many ways um it was all an, an experimentation that i did and it ended up working for me but I, I read a lot as well right it wasn't just like i'm gonna leave this and goodbye it was it was making sure that whatever i'm leaving i'll be replacing it with a with a, with an equally um with, with, with an equal um um comparison right so right. Yeah, if i leave this that has iron i'll replace something that has the iron yeah, in it, yeah right definitely i think that that might be a big mistake that people make whenever they do do a plant-based um mm-hmm. transition i mean yeah. i personally don't know if i see that in my future <laughs> But who yeah. knows? I have a friend. Yeah. I, I, um, I have a friend who's like, I really feel like you are the type of person who should be vegan. I don't understand why you're not vegan. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's a lot you don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. But big on you, man, like to be making such yeah. a dedication to mm-hmm. something and learning about it and trying to figure it out. And I mean, in every way, shape and form, like you are trying to get the most out of this life experience that you've been given. And I really appreciate that a lot because we really have maybe potentially, who knows what the truth is, but we potentially have this one opportunity. And I really do think we shouldn't, you know, we should make the most of our experience and do the things that we really want to do. um, And, not look back, you know, when we're older and be like, oh man, I wish I, wish I did, did this, that, or the other, or, or even caring like what people will think about it or any of these things, because then you just lose out on mm-hmm. so much awesome freaking life experiences. And this whole couch surfing thing, I'm very intrigued yeah. by for sure. What's your planning? Like, yeah. how do you plan this all out? 
Wow. Um, yeah, this was like a like something that um, I I basically came up with like a strategy over time. You know, doing something over and over, you kind of get a feel for it. You know. Yeah. So when I, before I went to a country, I never read anything about the country. It was just going there and going to a place and then asking people what they recommend. So that was my travel style. It was kind of zero planning, going with the flow. Just, um, I don't know what I'll do this evening <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. So um, uh, basically, I, I hitchhiked in Mexico. I didn't hitchhike in South America, but I hitchhiked all through Mexico from Tijuana So by hitchhiking, you mean like you stood outside with your thumb out? This, this was my ticket, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I had strategies for it over time as well um that I developed you know staying by the bump smiling having a sign sometimes having my backpack be bright and shiny so that people see that I'm a backpacker and not a bum you know a so, sign that um, says what where you're uh, going where I'm, yeah kind of where I'm going because um yeah it wasn't always exact you know it was sometimes it was like the general area but it was kind of like that. I used to go on Google Maps and I used to just map out which city I want to and which city I want to go to. And if it's three, if it's three hours away in my mind, I knew it would take six hours to reach because unlike public transport, my hitchhiking means I'll wait double the time. So that was my strategy, like get as much daylight uh, as possible to reach a place. And it worked for me. Yeah. See, but I don't know if that would work for me because yeah. I still think about the girl thing. Yeah. And, and, I and, think and you about... know, I, 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 and I have a slight counter to that, actually. I, I know several girls and I know one of my really good friends um, that inspired me, actually. She's from Finland and she traveled all the way from Alaska to Antarctica with zero dollars, no money. And she's a what? girl and she's blonde and she's blonde. You can imagine that gets, <laughs> you know, right. some eyes, you know? So if to anybody that tells me it's not possible, I, I think if she can do this. With can, zero dollars? With zero dollars, zero dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my, my little trip looks like, um, I don't know, like a stroll in the park compared to <laughs> what she did, to be honest. Yeah. And people from Ovaren kind of they, they're a little extra when it comes to these things. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I, I love it too, though. Yeah. I mean, I really do. And I admire that level of like bravery and risk taking. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And it's important, you know, everybody has a different travel style. You do whatever you, you feel is best for you and you go like, adapting modifying and see what works for you you know that's it's 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 hard to just jump into this i jumped into this because i had um i had friends that that taught me things before i left so i felt comfortable you know he they basically gave me all the tips and tricks so i, I felt very comfortable doing right it. yeah i mean i you know something that i really want to do in my lifetime is this um walk called el camino de santiago, el camino de santiago in spain right yes yeah. And I want to do that one by myself. I have a yeah. friend who's like, oh, I'm going to come with you. And then I'm like, maybe um, we can walk very far apart from each other. But there's a part of yeah. that experience that I feel I do have to do by myself just because yeah. of the struggle and the triumph and the 
um, mm-hmm. reward of finishing it and completing it and yeah. the friends that I'll make and just not being dependent on anybody um, when I'm, I'm thrown into such a foreign yeah. experience and seeing really I'll be able to see who I truly am and what I can yeah. do. And I really want to put myself myself up for a task like that because yeah. I just feel like it's something that I need for myself. And I feel like it's something that maybe uncovers deep-rooted issues that I might have yeah. or mm-hmm. who knows what kind of like revelations mm-hmm. and things yeah, will come from it and, and super interesting. Wow. Yeah. And that actually that that's a good segue to um meditation and vipassana. Some of the retreats that 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 I had to figure out. Yeah. Well, we don't know as well, people. I mean, granted, all of all of Vladimir is new to us. <laughs> Very new, um, yeah. You actually were in Peru doing a silent retreat, which is something I've really always wanted to do. I'm sure they're in Mexico as well and everything. They are so much, yeah, so many. Yeah. I always felt like for some reason I associated the time I ever would do a silent retreat is that I was going to have to be in India, but I'm glad to know that I don't have to go all the mm-hmm. way over there. I don't know why I felt like that's the only place I could have gone. I really didn't research it enough anyways, yeah. um, but good to know that it's right around the corner. Uh, but you were doing a silent retreat when you got stuck in Peru in the middle of a pandemic. But tell yeah. me why you even wanted to do a silent retreat in the first place. Well, um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, mostly friends that, that, that this has been mostly like a friend recommendation thing, you know, you should try this and, um, see if you like it. But, um, I started kind of trying meditation and I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I Mm -hmm. thought to myself, you know, what's the next big step you can do after meditating. And that's meditating for eight hours a day for 10 days straight. Um, you can go for three days, but it's recommended to take the entire 10 days because it's just like, a a kind of reprogramming of your brain you know it resets you that's the beautiful thing it resets you so if you feel if you have a lot of things that are bogging you down it really just like just releases all that stuff and that was my favorite part when I felt unsure about what I was supposed to do I thought of vipassana was a good was a good fix for it yeah I could definitely see that I could yeah. just see that definitely being like a super huge um reset and Mm -hmm. just being quiet and you know quieting your mind and listening to your own thoughts and and um or not um and letting things kind of come in and out and just sometimes when we just talk too much we don't really get a chance to listen Mm -hmm. and so we 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 just that's it we just don't get a chance to listen and to take in right. other things and so i think that there i i mean i can totally and 100 see how that can be important um just what little yeah. meditation i do um helps me greatly and, and i can tell when i haven't done it in a while like i see how like easily i am um, upset about things or you know i just know when i haven't been practicing um, I can yeah. tell in, in various ways. And so I'm like, I haven't meditated in a while. I can tell. So I can just imagine what doing hours upon hours of meditating oh, can do yeah. for you. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's not only the being able to shut down your brain, it's actually physical because you sit down in like your um, folded legs position and mm-hmm. you can imagine how numb your legs <laughs> get for two hours, you know, and about things about that. So I, I would advise anyone trying it to just train a little bit and um, 
yeah just gradual gradual yeah like yeah 10 minutes I, 20 minutes go up after that yeah i think a recurring thing that's coming from you is gradual yeah so, slow organic slow and organic yeah yeah i love yeah. it i love it so much um yeah so something that i wanted to talk to you about um mm -hmm. that uh, we talked about in a previous conversation is mm -hmm. how um limiting the belize passport is and how frustrating that that can be because i mean it sucks yeah i i think limit i think um limiting is a is a it's too nice of a word i think it was a, was a good was a good uh, was a yeah good guys word. i don't know if i'm gonna cut that out but i i initially said shitty yeah. um because it's true there's yeah. like really little we can do with that passport yeah so basically your passport gives you free entrances uh, depending on how strong your passport is and how good of a relation you have with other countries and the police one happens to not have a lot of countries you can go in to without applying and paying for visa it's but, true um, yeah and actually that influenced why i traveled like in my little map here just like the americas because we have free entrances like no visa required so that was easy but there are also some countries in South America that um, you're, you're required to pay, like Argentina is one. And I think French Guyana is one because it's part of France, you know, it's like shit, mm -hmm. man. Uh, it's true. I mean, the Schengen visa. Get it in there, but yeah. It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when like we were in Southeast Asia, we were the last ones to ever like to get let through the immigration i feel like first of all they never know in belize even there they have to like google it i don't even know it was so embarrassing and then we were always the last ones to get let through at one point one of my friends like i swear i never just photocopy this or photocopy this passport and bring it like it's real we're real and i mean but a part of the thing about thailand and and, and southeast asia is you only maybe need to get your visa a couple of days in advance there was not really mm -hmm. much to it but that was also sure. a part of the reason that encouraged us to go there but then going mm -hmm. to europe is like a freaking mission impossible when it comes yeah. to the schengen visa and like traveling you need to have like so much money before you even go on that trip so doing something yeah. like couch surfing or things without money for a belizean we can't even get into the country to begin with. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. It sucks. I don't know why we have... Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's that we're such a small... I don't know what the reasons are. Somebody's going to enlighten me one day. But, like... It, it, I think it has to do with the politics and the relationship yeah. with our countries. I mean, yeah. definitely. We just either don't have any. We get blacklisted because mm -hmm. of, you know, yeah. our per capita, like, crime and stuff like that. Where it's really not that bad, yeah. but per capita, maybe it is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Belizeans, we can pretty much just go to Mexico and our, you know, neighboring countries. We can go to the UK. Um we can go to Israel, I think, and Taiwan, Turkey. Maybe. I think we do have some stuff, but I know we have a good relationship with them. Then the next thing is, mm. we don't got no immigration like at all here. So let's say I wanted to go to Japan. I have the nearest immigration, I think, is in Jamaica. So I have to make a whole trip to Jamaica just to get wow. a visa to go to Japan. Like, it's such a pain. <laughs> so as much <laughs> as... <laughs> I do that to tell everybody, oh, make it on bucket list or whatever. And now, oh, wait, wait a minute. 
if you're not like strictly problems man yeah it's this huge third world problems yeah it's a tragedy it's a tragedy and i'm hoping you know somebody who can help us um it would just be really nice just or we can just find a a spouse that's from germany spain or japan (laughs) you can get a little passport that's like like more work then they go for the visa like now i've put up with somebody and the attitude and emotions yeah (laughs) true i'm just coming from like a pro single place right now and that's why i said that (laughs) but yeah i mean all right maybe things aren't that easy guys but Mm But still, you can go, you know, you can do Central America. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday in our lifetime, these things change. Um, so, yeah, we did want to talk about the fact that, um, yeah, our Belize passport is yeah. unfortunate. It's absolute shit, basically. <laughs> Something that I wanted to talk about because I read. So, guys, Vladimir has a blog. I read mm-hmm. it last night. Um, you had me to laugh up last night. Like, seriously, I was like just about to go to bed and I was like actually laughing out loud so one of my favorite ones was the um jumping of the border thing um oh shit (laughs) read that yeah that was was intense that was intense kind of give us a very summarized version of what happened yeah well I tried to enter the um the police border through um Chetamal when I arrived back from Peru, I came from Cancun. Then I, I went into the, I, I tried to cross border. Uh, it was 5 a.m. There was nobody. So I just walked across the border. No one noticed. And I felt guilty. So I went back and uh, basically they told me, yo, it's Sunday. Everything's closed. You need to go back to Mexico or come another day because we can't deal with you. We don't have the resources to take a test and, you know, swab you. So... I didn't want to leave. They got pissed. They called a uh, patrol and basically they pointed guns at me and intimidated me, kind of slapped me up a little bit. And um, yeah, <laughs> I had to, I had to really like um, call my family to come help me because I, I was in trouble. I could have probably been killed know, by, yeah, killed as well. Yeah. So man, that, that's a nice introduction to your country, you know, after two years. <laughs> It's like, yo, welcome home, dude. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. So you guys got to yeah. go check out Vladimir's blog, by the way. Yeah. Um, you inc- you inspired. So I had a blog, too, when I was backpacking. And um, mm-hmm. it was really fun kind of going through yours. I really appreciated, you know, the really short mm-hmm. ones. And then, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, quickly get through something. And um, I used to blog as well um, oh, at cool. one point. So I do, like, appreciate that. And it reminds me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want to blog again. This is so yeah. cute. Um, but can you tell us your blog? Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, it's um, it's naya.net with two A's. Um, that's supposed to mean wisdom in Sanskrit, like classic Indian language. Mm-hmm. So um, I basically just write what I what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and because of the pandemic, you know how everybody's kind of they had a lot of emotions. This was my way of dealing with my emotions during the pandemic I started writing daily before it was once a month and I started writing daily after this so um, yeah you can you can see something 
sometimes they're entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely yeah. found some entertainment there. Yeah. I love how much times you say lull. Like you're just like, <laughs> okay, and lull. And I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely yeah. that person like just texting yeah. and I'm trying to check my lullness. Like I just <laughs> feel <laughs> like I overuse it sometimes I'm like I need to check myself with this because I don't overdo it and then people don't know when I laugh out loud for true or what but I'm always laughing out loud yeah Um, yeah. so that's why I overuse it um guys yeah so yeah sorry so yeah the, the the page or whatever um whatever I talk about I have a nice little resource page as well so um, maybe if you can write it down somewhere here, I don't know where. Yeah, I'll but, put um, everything in the description yeah. below or above or beside, yeah. wherever it is. So whatever I, I guess we're talking about, I have a lot of links because I love like helping. It's basically like a journal, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I have this um, mentality, you know, like um, if you have something, put it somewhere so someone reads it, you know? Because what's the use of storing it somewhere and just having it? not being read or have having it grow with cob, cobwebs or whatever just i like having everything kind of public it's kind of raw it's kind of real it's kind of funny sometimes so i love it i love this, how just how you feel about things it is mm-hmm. and i love when things are not scripted and not perfect and you know we color outside the lines like i really really appreciate um mm-hmm. being that kind of way um, I just want to take a little moment to acknowledge how much I frig around <laughs> with my hair. Um, sorry about that for the people who are watching the YouTube version. Yeah. Um, for I those have a question, you- by the way. Can I curse? Yes. <laughs> I mean, haven't I? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. I should have probably mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely most definitely can i definitely have um so yeah guys i'm really sorry about how much i mess with my hair and all of my podcasts if you listen to the only the podcast version i really appreciate you and i i really do not want you to go and open the youtube version um so just don't just stay where you are don't come over here it's not cute um Vladimir was telling me about um, his hair. So your hair growth, just so everybody knows, how long would you say your yeah. hair is? Uh, well, I, I didn't, I cut my hair before I left. So it's uh, now two years, two years in length, I guess. So um, yeah, I guess it's around my, my chest line, I guess. It's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of long. And I always um, say a joke that um, it's kind of like if you watch Game of Thrones, it's like the, the um, Dothraki that they never cut their hair because on, on, if they cut their hair, it means they have lost a bottle. Well, oh. I don't know if I've lost a bottle, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep mine's, mine's as long as I can. Yeah, that's nice. Like a cool yeah. little symbolism. Yeah, exactly. It's a symbolism. Yeah. So, yeah, little fun fact. That's great. Well, Vladimir, I'm, re- I'm really glad that you, you know, you reached out to me. Um, yeah. I hope that, I mean, can people even reach out to you like on your blog or anything? What if people want to reach out to you for help? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would love it. Actually, if you have any questions, if something um, um, bugs you about my writing, you know, you can just, <laughs> you can just scream at me. I, I have a, an about page and I have the email there as well. You so, can just yeah. scream at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I'll, I'll answer any questions. I, 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 I think I spent so much time like researching stuff that 
I'd, I'd hate someone to have to do it all over again, you know, just, just Definitely. Asking. yeah, and we'll figure it out. Well, I'm, you know, if we don't have any criticism for me and my podcast, please keep it to yourself. <laughs> I know why. The, the hair, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear nothing <laughs> negative ever. Um, please keep that stuff to yourself. But if you have something nice to say, um, I would love to hear it. I'm just kidding, guys. Um, I actually don't want to hear your negativity, though. No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so they go to, so can we say it again? It's naya.net. So it's mm -hmm. N-A-A-Y-A.net, right? That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is how they can reach you because you're Mission Impossible. Um, <laughs> even when you told me that you couldn't find me, you reached out to me on like WhatsApp or something. And I was like, why yeah. he never just DM me on Instagram? Yeah. So um, I think I, I just searched your name and um, I think you work at Remax or something. So yeah, your contact was there. That was the only way I could find, like, because I don't think you have an email on your podcast. So No, I, I do have maybe... a podcast email. Um, mm -hmm. But I, um, I'm just so out there. All my information is so out there. I'm not private, like, at all i mean i kind yeah. of am i try to be somewhat mysterious yeah. but like it's really difficult especially given that i just yeah. let everything out i'm a little bit jealous of your yeah secretiveness yeah. I, just just to kind of give some context so i did um i did delete my whatsapp as well um i like during the pandemic and i had facebook deleted two years before that i think it's very liberating honestly it feels good I not could, to, um, i'm jealous yeah, yeah. So Instagram as well, I, I think I never had that. So I just, um, yeah, it feels good not to have um, that, all that noise sometimes, you know? It's true. And we really let that stuff get to our heads, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes. And um, it's not real. Um, yeah. A lot of the things I put, I try to be as real as I can be, yeah. I will, I'll say. But sometimes, yeah. you know, I'm definitely sometimes I, there's a lot going on everybody has a lot going on there's a lot more mm -hmm. to your story that people are not sharing um and stuff like mm -hmm. that for sure but mm -hmm. we definitely let it govern a lot of our lives and a lot of the things we do and then we get so distracted yeah. from the present moment um so much mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, I, um, I, I, th I think it's a good it's a good little move to do um to try to kind of let go of social media if you could well that's just my perspective you know everybody has a, a perspective and um i think you you asked me um one time um before we were chatting i think you asked me what was the biggest thing that i learned from traveling or whatever mm -hmm. uh in, in, the, in the past um the, the time that i was traveling or that i had people around and stuff like that um i i would think i i think personally i think um learning that everything is relative is one of the biggest things that just like hit me you know it's like whatever we think and we feel and believe it's it's just like uh like habits that we build from we from the time we were kids when you go to another country that's completely different so that's the cool thing about meeting other people that don't think like you you know it just breaks apart your understanding of 
the world and how it works, you know? So I think for me, that was the, the biggest thing, just how relative everything is. Um, and I, I, I think that was, that was a good, like, that was a good hit to me, you know? It was, it was a hit that really, I guess, humbles someone and makes you, um, I don't know, appreciate and kind of see things differently, yeah. And the fact that you said appreciate is a key word to what I was going to mention next. Yeah. But something that we also talked about in our previous conversation is how much we also appreciated Belize after going and seeing yeah. other places, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we chatted about this as well. Um, I like changing my diet or whatever it means that I consume things I've never consumed in my life. And one of them, and I just happen to have like a sample here, is cacao, which Ooh. is this little bean. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, these turn into nibs and it's basically chocolate that you can put on your, your food, your oatmeal or whatever it is. Your, you well, not in your so case, not I, yogurt, because you can't. As we were talking about cacao. I mean, I appreciate and I love it because down south in Belize, you can find that just like cheap and just everywhere, you know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love cacao. people might not realize that Belize does grow some of the best cacao in the world. Uh, yeah, it's something nice you can get them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely like something that I do want to mention too is like Belize is really such a gem and we have such a great quality. I don't want to say yeah. even product, but we have such a great quality country. And um, we have so much diversity. We have such beautiful, pristine waters. And then we have such amazing rainforests and forests and stuff that have never been touched by man. And Belize does like um, preserve 70% of its land mass. Um, we, we have one of the largest jaguar reserves in the world. I think we have the largest, if, if not and then um, we have the second largest priority in the world, which, you know, that's like the second thing we mention about yeah. ourselves every time we yeah. meet people. Um, but Belize is such a beautiful country and anywhere that I've been to has validated that for me time and time and time again. Nowhere has ever exceeded this place ever. Mm. Like I've been to some amazing places in the world. And yes, they were great for all that they were, but I was so proud to be Belizean and to be one of the very, very few in the whole world. There's not very many of us. I did, I think in some podcast, um, or one of my friends told me there's actually like a million Belizeans like yeah. in the world or something like that. Um, don't quote me on that, but it's yeah, uh, but it, it's possible. I don't. <laughs> so apparently there is. So though, um, I need to like find who told me that. I I I think I know it's in there, but I'm not gonna like throw him under the bus if it's not true. But apparently there's like in the diaspora and everything, like just scattered around the world, there's like a million. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be really amazing if we've hit that mark. But yeah. even so, you know, I get to say that I'm from this really awesome little yeah. gem and you know the jewel and it, I really feel like it is and I'm really 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 glad that I'm from here and mm -hmm. um, every time I go anywhere else and swim in their ocean and do this or do that um, I know that Belize is just as great or even 
you know, just really has so much to offer. And even though right now, maybe our land borders are closed and maybe you can't travel around the world at this particular point, there is so much beauty in Belize. And it's great to be yeah. tourists in our, in our own country. First of all, to see mm -hmm. where you're from. Secondly, to, you know, support, um, you know, Belizeans and local products and, and, and art and culture and it's good for us to know where we're from a lot of us like from mm -hmm. the north of of belize have never been south i mean you recently did um, a backpacking trip southern yeah, belize local, right yeah. so fun yeah it's humble it's so nice the things haven't the pandemic hasn't changed much of uh, the Within. south it's still so so beautiful the people are i i found them even nicer than than saying nasty is hurting a little bit right now mm -hmm. so i think the salt is still so like um authentic you know mm -hmm. and um just said about the rainforest coxcomb is wow prettier than ever right now it's because it's so wild like wow it's right now it's it's kind of like the, the best time to to go hiking and possibly see some jaguars i'm fascinated by jaguars so um I'm, I'm going to go again, see if I can spot one and, and, and stay alive to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I really, really want to see as much of not just the world as I can, but as much of Belize as I can. And as small of a country as everybody who's not from here might think it is, um, certain things it's it's kind of a trip it's kind mm -hmm. of a travel because we don't have you know trains and 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 mm -hmm. these metros and these um very fast moving transportations um sometimes you know it, mm -hmm. it takes five hours to get like let's say we were to take a bus or something you know from san pedro to yeah. to to southern belize takes an entire day um to get there so sometimes that's a part of the reason why we can mm -hmm. kind of might not do it because it is kind of a trek for us to kind of do certain things yeah. um but um i do want to do more of it i recently did yeah. like a narration for the coxcomb basin oh, and wow. so cool. i learned a lot from like reading this thing over really? and over again and it was just and i had to watch like a video and stuff and i was like yeah, i really cool. have to go there and they were like did you watch a documentary about coxcomb because there's one of the least um that's like a, a whole lot. documentary um, no jaguars and coxcomb yeah so I have not, but I will yeah. find it because yeah. I just want to watch anything that is about Belize anyways. Yeah, but yeah. but um, there's so much beauty in our country, guys, and we have so much to be proud of and so much to protect and so much to love about where we're from. And the more that we see about it, the more that you're just going to agree with me. Um, and there's so much great food here and there, there, we're just a beautiful, beautiful place to, to be from. And so I did want to mention that we both agreed that, and we didn't even say this, like we both, he, you actually said it to me and you were like, you know, I actually really appreciated Belize a lot more, um, after all of my experiences. So yeah. I just, you know, as much as I want to say, go out there and explore, I also mm -hmm. want to tell you to explore your home yeah. as well yeah so while we're like locked down right now we're still locked down in a pretty little green area yeah we're so lucky guys i mean yeah lots of fun places so i think we should yeah we should check it out definitely yeah. okay well i mean yeah so everything we said 
you guys mm-hmm. do it. Um, if you guys want to find Vladimir again, I will put all of your little information, the little bit of information that there is about you in the world. I want to put it in my <laughs> description. <laughs> um, so you guys can find him there. Um, if you guys are curious to do any sort of, um, if you're curious about anything that he mentioned today about couch surfing, about traveling, about salsa dancing, um, about plant-based diets, um, about, you know, anything that you mentioned, I'm sure that you'll be happy to, um, to share that. Um, again, if you want to scream at him about his writing, go ahead. If you want to scream at me about your podcast, keep it to yourself, scream it into, (laughs) scream it to somebody else that won't tell me because I really don't want to handle it. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, so I like to ask, um, my guests to say something, a philosophy Mm -hmm. or anything that we might want them to take away. So what would you like to leave us on? Wow. Um, well, I had this um, like slogan when I used to, like when I started blogging in 2015 and it was um, when I started my backpacking trip, it was to kind of basically like trust your gut, you know? Um, whatever you, you think you know about yourself or whatever you're trying to figure out, I think deep down, whatever you call your your soul your essence or whatever kind of already knows what it what it wants or what it what it where it wants to be or how it wants to move you know so i think that um as soon as you get in harmony with this this thing whatever you want to call it your your gut your yeah your your soul um i think as soon as you start trusting that trusting the universe maybe if that's a word that you like um yeah, I think things will be a lot more fulfilling and I don't know, you'll be happier, I guess, as well, because you're in harmony with all this crazy stuff that is around you and tries to fight with you. And, you know, I, I, I think that's, that's something that, that, that I've learned to do, I guess, um, for like the past years of like, changing the way I think and changing the way I feel is just trusting, trusting myself and trusting the universe and trusting my gut. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. That was so beautiful. I mean, obviously that's the reason why you're not dead right now. (laughs) Yeah. Probably for another podcast, I'll I'll let you know how many times I I was close to dying. I actually had that as a question, but you know what, we're going to keep them wanting yeah. more that's what we're gonna do with them or, or you could just read my my blog i have it i have it written there somewhere yeah fine they could do that yeah. too but if you yeah. want to wait for the next um edition of vladimir vargas's podcast you can <laughs> you can also mm-hmm. do you can also yeah. do that um yeah. so Vladimir, again, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us um and it was just such a pleasure having you on my podcast. Um, I have also been flying by the seat of my pants with my podcast. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really glad that you reached out to me when you did, because I had yeah. no idea who my next guest was going to be. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much. And um, this will not be the last. I'm, I plan to yeah, do and, this. And thank you very much for doing this. You know, I think, um, yeah, 
yeah, I think you are kind of connecting all of us. So it's so nice to see you doing this as well. You know, I'm 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 very grateful, and happy that that this exists. You know, a space for us to just chat and you know talk. Can you can you hear me? I, I can I hear you. Know. No, yes, yeah. I heard that. Um, thank you so much yeah. for saying that. I'm really glad that. I started this and there's so many people that I met that I otherwise yeah. never would have. And um, I don't know who's listening to this sometimes, um, but even if, you know, it's always that one person. So if just one person yeah. is inspired by what we said today, yeah. then it was all worth it. Yeah. And you got me to crawl outside my private little cave as well. So <laughs> see, it works. <laughs> that's so cool all right well thank you guys so much for listening and thank you so much again vladimir for being here yeah thank you as well ciao thank you for listening to the natasha stort podcast like and subscribe Perfect.